You are listening to Social Bees Radio, where we put the honey in the honey pots. I'm your director, the Rickster, and if you ever wanted to know everything and anything about Web3, crypto, or NFTs, you're in the right place. So fasten your seatbelt, get ready, and let's get started. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to the Morning FOMO Show. It is Tuesday, September 20th, and we're going to be talking a little bit about rescuing our beloved friends, the dogs. I just thought it was cute to start off the morning with who let the dogs out, but we love our dogs and we're going to take care of our dogs. But first, we're going to go through our morning updates with FOMO Head. FOMO Head, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Hey, just remember, I know today we're going to be talking to a gentleman that rescues dogs in the uh, Bahamas. But I want to let you know, we rescue all animals. We are animal lovers. It is dogs, cats, goats, cows, you name it. I'll rescue it. Um, the are, uh, man, I love animals. I'm going to bring up Will T and say good morning, good morning, good morning, because Will T brought uh, Mr. Matlack to our attention here since Will T knows that uh, FOMO Head and I are animal lovers and we rescue dogs and we try to help out where we can, when we can. And so it is our privilege to have Matlack up here to talk about his uh, NFT project that's going to be uh, that help out some of the bohemian uh, stray dogs and uh, stuff out and the uh, get them adopted and everything. But Will T, you want to come up and tell us a little bit about how you guys got met and introduced Mr. Matlock? Absolutely. It'd be my pleasure, Hat Zach. So good morning. Good morning to everybody listening to the FOMO Head Show. Um, yeah, so it's interesting. So um, just to set the stage a little bit, uh, Matlack and I met through a mutual relationship of a uh, community that we're connected to um, highlighting NFT Nashville. And the introduction was made by one of the key contributors to that community. His name is Brandon David. And I first met Brandon back in May at NFT AtlantaCon. And we vibed very well. And then we reconnected again in consensus. And he was telling me about the focus of NFT Nashville. So that really resonated with me. And I gravitated towards that. So in one of the meetings we had, um, I met Matt Lack, and he kind of briefly explained what he was up to, and, and I knew you know, where his heart and his passion were just from that initial introduction. He and I had a more formal conversation, just getting to know each other last Friday. Um, I believe he even stopped by Kingfisher's Corner to uh, see what Fun Friday was all about. But we had some conversations about community, about culture, um, what really resonated with him from my perspective at least is, you know, the culture we've established here at the social bees Dow and what the overarching theme of our community is all about. And so I invited him, um, you know, and encouraged him uh, to join our community if, if he feels so compelled to do so and what that would entail. And then I also uh, knew where your guys's heart is when it comes to rescue animals. So I thought it would be appropriate for you guys to get the exclusive interview uh, with Mr. Matt Lack, and he can kind of explain to everybody what his project's all about and, and what his focus is. But uh, yeah, just found an awesome human being and with a altruistic perspective and thought it was appropriate to bring him here. 
Awesome. Thank you so much, Will T. I really appreciate it. I'm very excited. So, Mr. Matlack, how are you doing this morning? Good morning to you. Good morning, guys. What is going on? Oh, I'm so excited to have you here. Obviously, you can see that we have a community full of all sorts of stuff that's going on. And we're so happy to have you on here to tell, tell us about your project. I'm so excited well, to hear about it. Thank you so much. Yeah, FOMO Head had my head swimming a little bit with all that information that was being dropped here. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, every morning he goes through these updates and we have so many different things going on. It, it is actually up with it and when if you join our discord server neely in a, within our community she does a great job of posting this flyer of everything that goes on during the day so you can try and keep up with it well that's awesome i i, I have been over there to the discord server but have not poked around so i just joined it and i need to spend some more time in there and you know this this group seems pretty amazing. <laughs> you know, this divide that you guys, you know, have, uh, there's just energy. There's just, it's good vibes. You know, there's just a lot of positivity and, you know, anytime someone has any type of passion at all for animals, um, they've already got me connected. So I'm in. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got involved into what you're doing? Cause I, I posted up there. So I have on the jumbotron up top, um, uh, your pin tweet from your pot cakes, NFT, uh, Twitter space, but I also put in the YouTube video and the shelter that you're working with. So everybody can see the different aspects of it. So why don't you give us a little bit about how you got involved and then what your idea for um, Potcake NFTs is. Well, I love it. Thank you. And I, I really sincerely appreciate this opportunity to just share the story a bit and uh, get to meet people. And, and that's just what it's all about. You know, I mean, that's, you know, I was at Nashville, uh, NFT Nashville and met folks there. They introduced me to Will. Will introduced me to you guys. And here we are. And this is just how it works, you know. And and so if, if anything I'm talking about resonates with anyone out there, um, Let's just have a conversation because, um, you know, I'm really in the very beginning phases of this project. Um, now, when I say that, I, I've, I've been thinking about it in team building for at least six months, if not 12. Uh, so, But it still feels like it's the beginning for me um, as I'm really just uh, understanding um, the space here with NFTs and just... Um, you know, of course, the last few months have been a bit of a transition, too, and uh, I feel like I'm kind of relearning, and that almost seems like a monthly thing right now is relearning uh, just the, the NFT culture and everything uh, with Twitters and Discord and all that. But but let me back up and, and tell you how I got involved, like you asked about. So um, I'm actually based in Columbia, Missouri. So I am very far from the ocean, very far from the Bahamas and uh, other... Uh, uh, islands even further south but my wife and I um, just we we love beaches we love beach vacations and early on we were kind of doing the, the tourism thing and going to different resorts but we quickly lost interest in what resorts would offer and so we would sneak out of the resorts and you know get find a bus or some type of transportation to take us to some other town just to have an adventure, you know, and, and as we were doing that, whether that was in, in Mexico or down in Belize uh, or even more prominently uh, in the Turks and Caicos Islands, we just started seeing stray dogs everywhere. Um, and 
obviously I'm an animal lover. Uh, my wife grew up on a small little ranch with all kinds of animals. And so she's a huge animal lover. And for her, it would just ruin the vacation. Like it's all she could focus on that, the, the, that poor dog or these poor dogs that we saw. Uh, and again, I'm a huge animal lover, but I can compartmentalize a little bit better than she can. It wouldn't ruin my vacation. I would have compassion for them and empathy, but, um, I could, I could still enjoy my, my seafood dinner or whatever. Um, but for her, it just would take her out. And so I just said one time I go, okay, well, let's, what can we do to help? Like, let's, let's do something positive. Let's be of help. So we can do do our thing, but then also enjoy our, our vacation time. And so that's what kind of got us started in this international support of, of uh, animal rescue. And so we started um, supporting um, different uh, SPCAs in regards to just financial support. Um, when we would go uh, to the Turks and Caicos Islands, we got pretty familiar there. And we would go and buy like a 40-pound bag of dog food few gallons of water and like those those tin foil baking pans and we would just go around the islands and and feed the dogs you know um and we would run into other locals that were there helping out and doing that stuff as well uh but we ran across a a dog that um well we first noticed him when we drove by didn't even lift his head up and it was hot it was in the it was towards the end of the day but it was still really really hot and so that caught our attention. It's like, man, this dog, you know, it's just so out of it that it won't even lift its head. And 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 uh, it, we kind of drove around for a bit and came back came back by, and we saw he was up, and he just looked terrible, horrible, just so skinny. Um, and actually, one of the uh, twi- uh, the pinned tweets up there, I think the second it, there's the one about the video, and if there's a thread there, and the second um, tweet of that thread is a before and after picture of this dog I'm talking about. Um, long story short with him, we rescued him um, from the Turks and Caicos Islands, and he is now in Columbia, Missouri, moved from sand to snow. Uh, his name is Sonny, uh, and he was kind of our uh, first adventure um, adopting a pot cake. So let me tell you what a pot cake is or what it means, because that's kind of an interesting word, right? (laughs) If you don't mind me saying really quick that your dog is beautiful. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. What an amazing turnaround. Yeah, I mean, it's just crazy. I mean, he had two types of mange, obviously malnourished. Um, uh, His... I mean, he still has these. His face is all scarred up. One of his eyes has a scar across of it. Uh, and he, he can't see out of it very well. Um, and that's all just um, the, the vets determined that he lived on his own for two years on the streets and survived. So this dog, these dogs are so smart. It's unbelievable. Obviously, they're hardy because they survive. Uh, and they're loyal. So if you adopt a pot cake and they become part of your pack, like you're not going to find a more loyal dog. So it's pretty crazy. Um, if, if you don't mind me saying, I totally sympathize with your wife because I do trip <laughs> into like a lot of the islands and stuff like that. And I'm the same way. So I just went to Roatan, Honduras and they kind of have the similar situation where there's dogs everywhere. And this yep. place 
stayed at, we did a VRBO on the beach and they had stray dogs all around, except there was a couple there that actually took care of them. So they were well fed, they were groomed, they were taken care of. But when you left outside of the area, there was plenty of other stray dogs everywhere and they were very similar to those pot cake looking dogs that you're going to explain in a minute. But it does the same thing for me. It breaks my heart Mm. and focus. I focus on the animals instead of my vacation. And it, it does take a take away because i want to do something now unfortunately i grow go with a group of people and they they're not interested around and feeding the dog so i would very much love to get together with you so i can maybe assist you with some of the stuff that you're doing when you're going as well (laughs) that would be amazing i love it and this is exactly what i'm talking about you know here i am you know sharing what's you know i don't know dear to my heart but obviously it's it's resonating with other people like you and so um that's just what this is all about and and ultimately when i talk about the project that's just really what it is that's that's what we're doing here so pot cake where does that name come from um so officially a royal bahamian pot cake is uh an island dog from the bahamas or the turks and caicos islands Uh, You may not know, but the Turks and Caicos Islands used to be part of the Bahamas. So at some point, they um, split off with their own independence, and so they're their own country now. But any any stray island dog from the Bahamas or the Turks and Caicos, Turks and Caicos are called pot cakes. Um, Now, uh, like Facebook has a pot cake nation um, uh, uh, group, and there's almost any island dog like we accept them in you know if you're if you have an island dog from puerto rico or yeah you know keacock or belize or barbados or wherever like you're in the you're in the crew that's a pot cake you know we call them pot cake some of them call them coconut retrievers in different islands and so they they, there's different fun names for them all around but so the, the name pot cake a very very common food that is eaten uh, throughout the Bahamas, Turks and Caicos uh, Islands, is um, peas and rice. Uh, Now here in the U.S., I call that beans and rice, uh, but they call it peas and rice there. And so it's just a meal of sustenance. And so kind of like a potluck uh, would be over like a fire in the quote-unquote olden days, uh, where they would just kind of put whatever food in the pot, it stays on the fire, it's supper time, they heat it up, they dish it out to whoever's around. Well, I kind of think of it in a similar way. So you've got a pot of food that's sitting on top of the oven, and it's it's peas and rice, and at mealtime that gets heated up and dished out to the family. And then they turn it off, and then next meal, heat it up, dish it out to the family. So when it gets down to the bottom of the pot, there is a cake that is kind of, uh, burnt in or kind of congealed to the bottom of the pot that's not necessarily edible. And so that cake is scraped out of the bottom of the pot and thrown out the back door, and that's what the stray dogs eat. So the dogs eat the cake from the pot, therefore they are lovingly referred to as pot cakes. That's where the name comes from. <laughs> All right? Um, okay, so... How I first got involved was uh, in 2016, I was invited by Samsung to make a short movie with their brand new at the time 360 camera. 
And I was I was given some categories to choose from, and I chose causes. And my cause was the pot cakes. Um, and at this point in time, my wife and I were kind of traveling around to different places, trying to decide where we might want to uh, re uh, uh, relocate our family at some point. So we were always kind of going to different places, and we we had never been to the Bahamas. We're like, let's go to the Bahamas. Okay, well, let's find you know, maybe a dog shelter or something there that we could make a movie about. And we found the Abaco shelter. So the Abacos is a group of islands that are part of the Bahamas. Uh, and there's different groups of islands that make up the Bahamas. And some of the outer islands are, are also called the family islands. So it's just a very different kind of vibe out there. More low key, um, scuba diving, uh, fishing, snorkeling, beaching, like that's like, that's what happens out there uh, in, in the family islands. And so we found the Abaco shelter, um, but had some trouble communicating with the shelter through Facebook. Um, there was no like phone number listed. Um, I don't even think, uh, I don't know if there was an email address or we, we just weren't having great correspondence, but our vacation was coming up and I needed to make this movie. So we were, we just, we booked it, we scheduled it and we're going. And we got to Great Abaco and started, we rented our car and started driving around looking for the dogs because everywhere else we'd been, we would just drive around and especially getting close to sunset at the end of the day, you'd see packs of dogs, five dogs, 10 dogs, 15 dogs running around. Well, on Great Abaco, we couldn't find any pot cakes. We could not find any stray dogs. We kept driving around. We didn't, we wouldn't find any. We're like, what is going on here? And I looked at my wife, Shannon, and I said, how am I going to make my movie? <laughs> because we can't find any dogs. Well, eventually, um, uh, we did some PI work and found the location of the shelter. And we just didn't realize this, but the shelter is not anything like any shelter in the United States or Canada, uh, in any place like that that's more developed. The land was given to a gentleman by the government to use, and it was an old dump site. So the, the landfill of the trash uh, that had been covered over with dirt, and, and they allowed him to use this landfill for the dog shelter, which he then went and got pallets and any old chain link fence he could find, a couple storage containers that people donated, and he built a shelter for the dogs. Um, and would, and took care of them for years. Um, as he got older, he transitioned the, the, the management of the shelters to do some other volunteers. And this is a 100% volunteer effort. There's, there's no source of income other than donations for this shelter. And it's just amazing the work that they are doing there. Um, and so it is evident when we were driving around trying to find dogs and we couldn't find them, we finally found the shelter. There's no sign. Like it's like this. Hey, we're driving up here. It's on the left. If you see a, a gate, um, if it's unlocked, then just drive in there about a quarter of a mile, and you'll find it. I'm like what? Like this is crazy. Well, we did that. We drove up in here, and it was super rough road. I shouldn't have been driving down it in my rental car, but we got there. Found the shelter. There were people there feeding the, feeding the dogs. And we got to meet the, at the time, like the, the lady that was managing the shelters, a couple other people that were there volunteering. Uh, they were there from 
Michigan, I believe. Uh, and so we just, we made some unbelievable friends that day. Um, ended up, you know, going back year after year and even staying uh, with the friends that we had met. The people from Michigan, we became great friends with them. We see them there on vacations. They helped us get our second pot cake from the Bahamas in regards to transport here to, to Missouri. So that's just, that's just like the environment that you find there. And the thing that they are doing that is working is spay and neuter clinics. They do them very regularly. And before Hurricane Dorian, September 1st, uh, 2019, they had a strong grip on the stray population of dogs in the Abacos. Like it was working. Now the hurricane came and destroyed the shelter. Um, most of the dogs, they got out into a, uh, a storage facility that was in higher ground. Most of the dogs survived. Some of the dogs didn't. Some of the dogs that they couldn't get out of the shelter did survive and were still there when they came back. Tons of donations poured in for the shelter at the time, and they've rebuilt the shelter, and it's better than ever in regards to the structure. But it's still like, you know, it's it's nothing like you would see in the U.S. Um, unfortunately, the hurricane stirred up the landfill. And so there's just it's currently it's just not very safe where the shelter is um, for the dogs or probably even the humans. Uh, but it is what it is. They're doing they're, they're doing what they can right now. And uh, this is just what's happening. Several weeks ago, someone illegally dumped fuel near the shelter, which inadvertently contaminated the fresh water source of the well that they had. So now they're having to truck in water for the shelter. <laughs> so it is just crazy. But these volunteers are not shook. Uh, they are tired. They are worn out. But they are more focused than ever um, to do their thing. So um, I just, it's just amazing what they're doing. And so the primary focus of Potcake NFT in regards to a project will revolve around Abaco Shelter. They're going to be the hub and the primary beneficiary of um, any funding that comes in through the project. But they are successful because of all the other organizations that they are networking with. And there's a lot. Um, so the Abaco Shelter, again, is the primary one. They work with American Humane, uh, South Florida Lending Hands, Bullies and Beyond, Hit Living International, uh, Mr. Bones and Company, which is up based out of New York, Suncoast Animal League. Like So all over. They're working with people all over. They've got private uh, pilots that fly down there and they're small airplanes load the airplane full of three or four, 10 dogs, bring them over to either foster homes or these shelters I was mentioning that take them in and then get them adopted. So there's this network uh, that exists. Again, the friends that I made in Michigan, they had a, well, someone flew the dog to Michigan and then they drove from Michigan to Missouri to, to get our dog to us. So this is the kind of network that is already in place out there. Um, and, all I'm trying to do is scale this network because there's an estimated 
50,000 stray dogs in the Bahamas and the Turks and Caicos Islands. It's unbelievable how many there are. But we can, we can solve the problem with all the stuff I'm talking about, with rescuing the dogs, fostering and adopting. A key is spay and neuter, spay and neuter, spay and neuter. And then the other leg of this is education. So we are going to do everything we can to educate the uh, young generation, either through the schools, uh, if they will let us, or just through community events. Um, and we're going to start in the Abacos, um, but that's going to expand as we can. And as the project allows us to do that, um, you know, we're just going to continue expanding that. We've already got connections in on Grand Bahama and Freeport. We've already got connections in Nassau, which is the capital of the Bahamas, um, which is also where one of the artists that we're working with is from. So there's a, a lot going on. Um, so we've got this in real life team that's just here. The network's built. It's ready to go. And I, my job is to be their Web3 advocate and bring this, bring this into Web3 so we can utilize this NFT project to help. That is an amazing story, and this is a project after my own heart, and I would love to have you on here multiple times because, like I said, I travel the world, too. That is amazing that you are going to do this. Um, I want to help with it. It's so nice to hear that there's actually something set up that's kind of a network that's already going, because even in my travels, I've seen stray dogs everywhere in Thailand. I've seen them in Roatan. I've seen them in the Bahamas. It is just amazing how many are out there. And even if we can just bring a little bit of the spay and neuter to some of these dogs, so they're not, so they're, they just have a little bit of a better life and they're not out there. That would be amazing. So I love this project. Um, my question to you is what can we do to help you currently <laughs> for your status and your project? Get started. Well, I really appreciate that. And thanks for just letting me drone on. Uh, obviously, you can tell I'm passionate about it. And I can just, I could talk forever about this stuff. So what I need help with, the answer to that question is um, I need to build my team. Now, I do have some team members in the works. So it's not just me at this point, but it is just me at this point. <laughs> uh, but, you know, through the connections I made at NFT Nashville, um, which is, Kali, listen, if you were out there trying to do any type of project, um, you can get a lot done online on Twitter and in Discord. Um, but I just want to encourage anyone to get involved in real life. And if there's some type of event happening near you, even if it's just about crypto, but you're trying to do an NFT project, like go, just meet people. Because um, I went like just at NFT Nashville, I found a company that can help me with all the development side of things, uh, marketing side of things. I found a lawyer that can help me with the IP rights. I found musicians that are interested in helping network and spread the word and maybe even figure out a way to incorporate one of their songs into our project. You know, um, I found two additional artists that are, are are resonating with our project. N you know, 99% of what we're trying to do with this project is going to be all about the dogs. But I'm also like, I've just fallen in love with the Bahamas. I've fallen in love with the Abacos and specifically the small little three mile by half mile island 
of Green Turtle Key, which is part of the Abacos, is where I am moving my family. So in 2024, we're selling our home in Missouri, and we are picking up everything we own. Well, we're selling most of what we own, <laughs> and we're moving to this island. Uh, and we just love it there. The history is rich. The art is unbelievable. And so what we're also going to do with this project is introduce people to the Bahamas in a few ways. So I'm networking with these artists. And so obviously, uh, ideally, I've got a Bahamian artist that's creating the artwork for this. We're still working out a lot of those logistics. It's a huge project to create a PFP uh, project to do it well. Um, and, um, so that's one side of it, but just unbelievable other artists that painting either it's portraits or landscapes or just unbelievable. One of the artists I'm working with paints pot cakes, you know, and he actually has, um, pot cakes on Bahamian postage stamps. So that's pretty crazy. And so we're going to try to incorporate this other art and, you know, my, my hope would be you're a pot cake NFT holder. Well, here's an airdrop of this other NFT that's artwork from a Bahamian artist, you know, so that's one element. But ultimately, I want to bring people to the Bahamas. I want them to experience the ocean, the beaches, the scuba diving, the snorkeling, the fishing, the amazing food, the people. The people is just what, you know, really attracted us to the Bahamas. And I want to take you to Abaco Shelter and show you the shelter let you meet some volunteers, let you get dirty with some of the dogs if you want to and let them lick all over you. If you want to help us pick up poop and feed the dogs, you can do that too. Um, so I want to get people involved. If they, if you know, if you love the idea of the project, but you're scared of dogs, I get that too. We don't have to take you to the shelter. You're going to have an extra beach day, you know? And so, uh, and I've got big, huge plans for all of this which it's just going to take me building this project together and getting the right team. So what I need help with right now is go like Royal Bahamian pot cake pack, go like it's at pot cake NFT. Um, go like that. Obviously, if you want to share the account, just try to you know let people know about it. That would be amazing. Um, follow along in the post right now. Most of the posts there um, so I, I run the website for the Abaco shelter. I also run their Instagram account. Um, and so what that really is, is I see what they do on Facebook. I repost that on, uh, Instagram and then appropriately, I repost that on the pot cake NFT Twitter account right now. So I'm just really showing people out there. This is what's happening at Abaco shelter. You're going to start seeing, other organizations being shared there as well that are part of the network, but just get out there and share that. If you're like, well, I love to, I, I'd love to host Twitter spaces. Uh, hey, I love freaking hanging out in discord all the time. I could be, you know, a community builder there in discord. Like that's the stuff that I need. Um, obviously, you know, I'm going to need someone helping with other things. Um, like again, potentially doing the artwork for the PFP if things don't get solidified with my Bahamian artist. Do you know a Bahamian? Can you tell them about the project? You know, And so one of the things I do understand is a lot of the people that would be supporting Abaco Shelter and some of the other organizations, they don't, they've never heard of Web3. They don't know what an NFT is. You start talking to them about crypto and it's like, oh my gosh, that's a thing that's 
horrible for the environment and everyone's doing just money laundering through that, right? That's all that is. It's like, okay, so we got some education to do with Web3, uh, but I'm also realizing there's another angle, um, depending on my audience, that I'm going to have to approach things through to, to really kind of fully fund the NFT project. Um, so I'm investigating all of the things now where basically you can sell an NFT with a credit card on a website, you know. So I'm trying to understand the ins and outs of all of that. And so as people, if you're hearing this and you know about that, I want to learn about it. If you think it's the worst idea in the world, I want to know about it. If you think, heck yeah, that's what you should be doing, I want to know about it. You know, so I, I'm a sponge for information. I know a lot, but I really just know enough to get myself in trouble and anyone that says they know everything about web three, the NFT space and all that stuff is not telling you the truth because Holy cow. It's, do we wake up today? It's a new day yet. Yeah, well, there's new things to learn about web three. You know, it's funny because I got a couple of things to respond to you and I think it's amazing. One is you've come to the right place and you are lucky with meeting Wilty at NFT Nashville because the social bees are all about adoption and education of Web3 cryptocurrencies and NFTs. There is hundreds of hours of education. Everybody within our community has a good basis of understanding what Web3 NFTs and communities are. We're doing in real life meetups. I know FOMO Head and I have done some stuff um, to have in real life meetups here in Arizona um, at our sports grill. Um, I know there's other communities within the social bees, Northwest Pacific that are doing in real life meetups. Um, I know we have an East coast one. So there's all sorts of um, access that you have within the social bees and our discord. I'm one of our moderators within our discord as well. Um, so we have all sorts of information that's in there. So when you start poking around discord, Ask questions because you will get answers. We can start assisting with promoting here in the States and letting people know about this project because one of my big philosophies, <clears throat> so to speak, is that, you know, adoption and education of NFTs and cryptocurrency are not going to come around unless you have a subject that's going to be relatable and rescuing dogs is 100% relatable and you're going to reach a whole different um, group of people with the pot cake NFT when you can educate somebody on the NFT and cryptocurrency and, and showing how it's going to assist rescuing animals and rescuing dogs and assisting our animal um, species all over the globe. I think it's a huge resource to be able to bring and adopt education into NFTs. So who wouldn't want to get on a Twitter space and just talk about dogs and animals all day long? I love it. And we, I have experience in Discord, if not within our social bees community. We have all sorts of people that know how to build Discord communities. I mean, there's, there's assistance there. So there's a plethora of things within our own community that we can be able to assist with if if everybody if there's people that are interested in the animal rescue. Will T, go ahead. You know, I just had an inspired thought. We have a specific trait within our uh, Social Bees University NFT collection called Rescue, and it's the uh, face mask with the dogs on it. And when uh, Matt Lack and I were talking last week about, you know, him considering um, getting his membership pass, I noticed that none of those were up for sale. So 
I don't know. Maybe we can rally a few of the, uh, you know, holders of those NFTs to uh, list them uh, for him on OpenSea so that we can get him a good entry point in the community if, if he feels compelled, obviously. That would be awesome. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. I would just invite you to, uh, you know, join the family. And in turn, let's grow your family. And together, let's see if we can, uh, you know, co-op it if, when you're understanding where we all belong to one another. What's your thought on that? My thought is I love it. And, and I, I, I feel like it's already happening, you know, just with my connection with Will. And then, I mean, just you guys are so welcoming and I just really appreciate it. But everything that the social bees have going on. Wow, it's it's a ton, and I can't wait to learn more about you guys and to dive in and and uh, yeah, just to make those connections. Well, I appreciate that, but animals are great, so I want to thank you for all the hard work you do, and uh, we're definitely going to be involved. I just don't know at what uh, at what point how we're going to, but I would like you to take place, and we'll just keep on talking about your project, talking about the you know the pot cakes, and talk about how to rescue dogs. Matlock, thank you very much. We want to do great things and we want to invest in things that uh, bring more value to the Dow. And there's going to be times when we do something just because it's the right thing to do. You have been listening to Social Bees Radio, where we put the honey in the honey pots. Make sure to check out our next episode of Social Bees Radio. Till then, signing off.